Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. up everyone this is the isaiah mckenzie show at golongtd.com probably the most anticipated of all of the isaiah mckenzie shows um for reasons everybody knows isaiah man first of all it's great to see you uh we, we've, we've taken a few weeks off a lot's happened um these past three four weeks to to put it lightly but um <laughs> man like how How's life? How was Chris? I don't know if anybody on the team had a better Christmas than Isaiah McKenzie. No, not yet. I mean, well, not, not yet. Well, not at all, actually. It was pretty, it was pretty fun though, you know, uh, from Friday, I went to, um, I think it's the Tim's house, right? <coughs> Sorry. The Tim's family's house. Um, went there on Friday, went to the game, um, went to the, went to Massachusetts, Providence on Saturday. What's the game on Sunday? I'm saying so. We'll get into that in a little bit. In a, in yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I mean, first thing. I mean, your world has got to just be blowing up. I I can't imagine what it's like. You know, when you get when you so when you get back to the locker room and you're looking at your phone. I mean, how many texts? How many calls? Just how crazy has your life been these last 72 hours or so? Um, it's been crazy, you know what I'm saying? A couple of interviews here and there, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, social media type stuff. But uh, it's, I feel like it's, it was normal for me because I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've done something before to make that happen, like last year against the Dolphins. So it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? I get that one opportunity a year to perform. Back to <laughs> so, the bench. We got we to gotta send you <laughs> back to the bench. Enough is enough, Isaiah. Get the hell out of here. I got to take advantage of that one opportunity I get, you know? Man, it is crazy. I mean, so for people who have been listening, I mean, this is 
This is our seventh episode of 10. So we scheduled 10. So that break was actually kind of perfect because obviously you guys are going to be in the playoffs. You hope go far. We can stretch it into the postseason. But uh, a theme on this show has been, you know, you're a a minimum wage player, right? Just running your ragged in practice. You know, you bear, you know, running around on these jet sweeps, being a decoy. You've just been, you've been dying to do what you did Sunday, 11 catches, 125 yards and a touchdown, um, 33, 21 win. You guys now control your destiny in the division. Everybody's thinking Super Bowl again here in Western New York. And a huge reason why is uh, the man you see right here, Isaiah. So it's like, I mean, in, in your mind, is it was, was this bound to happen? Like, did you know this was in you? Uh, I can't imagine what that weight has been like. And, and it wasn't just the weight. I mean, we're going to get into it all. You yeah. were benched. You, you were you were pushed to the fringes, to the brink, to the cliff of the mm-hmm. NFL once again. I just felt like it was, um, I don't know, a wake-up call. You know, for me, it was just like a wake-up call. It's just like, it's either I get off this bench or I'm still on this bench. And I know I shouldn't have been on the bench, so I had to, prove myself by getting off of it. And that was what Sunday helped me, you know, Sunday helped that out a little bit. And I'm pretty sure he got a, a lot of antennas up and, you know, it's it's going to be, it's, it's going to get interesting these next few weeks. And I'm not saying that I want, you know, to take somebody's job, or, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just need a little bit of more, a little bit more time on the field, you know, it's a little bit more time, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more on the other side of the ball, instead of just, I mean, on the other side of the line of scrimmage, instead of just jet sweeps, I'm saying now you can see I can run routes, catch the ball and whatnot. So I just need a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit more. You're showing this stuff in practice though, right? I mean, I think yeah. everybody, the natural reaction when you see a game like this is <laughs> where has Isaiah McKenzie been all season long? Like, Why hasn't he gotten this opportunity? You don't, I mean, this is absurd. You, you don't, you don't see a player, you know, not be involved in the offense all season, um, get benched. Yeah, I think everybody was wondering, are you going to get cut any hour on the hour? And then boom, all of a sudden, in the most important game of the season, maybe of the generation in the regular season, you are the go-to guy. How did you get, how does it go from point A to point B? How do you even compute all of that? Um, I don't even know how to put it into, yeah, I don't even know how to compute it. But um, I would say like, I don't know, getting benched, I'm saying not dressing for, and it was frustrating. Don't get me wrong, it was, it was frustrating you know we spoke about it it was it was pretty frustrating to be be on the bench when I know like okay one mistake I get it I understand you know I'm saying I know if that's not support that's how that's not that's not how we play football especially in Buffalo you know what I'm saying we want to protect the ball we want to not we want to make minimum minimal mistakes but it happens you know it happened to me so like I said I took it with a grain of salt when you know when I did get benched and it's just like I knew I had to eventually when I get my opportunity. And a lot of people said, a lot of, the thing is a lot of players were like, oh, when you get your opportunity again, just, you know, show them, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, it shouldn't be like that because I shouldn't be here in the first place. I'm saying I shouldn't be on the bench in the first place. And I'm saying I should have opportunity to make up for it. So I never, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, I waited game after game. It's just like, okay, well, and then I got back on the Bucks game. I did, you know, play here and there. Got probably 10 snaps. You know, not my usual, but it was like I, I I know that I needed more to prove. I had more to prove, and this game came along, and it was a great opportunity. You know, what I'm saying it was sad to see bees go out, and then Gabe at the end of the week, I was like, wow. And things just 
you know, shook in place. And I just had to, you know, like I told everybody else, when I was doing the media, I just had to step up. So that's what I kind of did. And the most, like you said, the most important game, you know what I'm saying, that we needed this year, you know what I'm saying, especially after we lost to them the first time. So it was just, I don't know, I battled the ups and downs and weathered the storm, you know? I think it, what's the, what's the number, Isaiah? Is it like, uh, that was your first fumble in 131 touches, I believe? Yeah, it was 131 touches in my first one. Yeah. And I was just like, it might be, I mean, I guess you, you never know. You never know what people are thinking, you know? I just, I I felt just like, like, okay. How does that go down? I mean, we did a show right after that game, right? I mean, you were gracious enough to show up in Misters. We talked about that Colts loss. You talked about the fumble. Um, you, you hung around, talked to the fans there for God knows how long, which is unbelievably appreciated, appreciative um, for that. How, how does it go down the next – I think it would have been the next day, right? Sean McDermott's telling you that oh, yeah. you're yeah. going to be benched. I, I, how yeah. does something like that go down? What's running through your mind? Well, he put me in the office. and well, he, I was driving to the facility. He texted me said, hey, when you get to the facility, you come to my office. I was like, I'm here. He was like, and I, I found him. Um, I was walking through and he was coming out of his office and then we just went back in. He's like, yeah, we're going to sit, I'm going to sit you down this week. You know, but, and he gave me my, the reasonings and things like that. And I just said, okay, I understand. And then, um, I gave him no feedback, you know what I'm saying? Cause I understood. And he, he gave me the reasoning and I said, I respect it. I understand. Yes, sir. I'm going on by my day. And I say that that whole week I was just like in a, and like, I don't even know, I was in three different worlds. I was like mad, understanding, like frustrated. And then the whole week I'm like, oh. and then people ask me questions, are you playing? And they find out I wasn't playing, find out I wasn't even in the office of game plan. So I was like, I'm not playing at all. And then the next week really got to me when we played, it was the Saints and then we played, we played the next week. Was it the Patriots? Patriots, right. Yeah, yeah Patriots. And I was like, I was just like, God, I'm not playing. I was like, I hope this doesn't go on for the whole season. I'm gonna be sick. But um, but yeah, it was like three days in that week of the Patriots week. I was like, like going through it. I'm in my head. I'm in my own head at this point. And and I and like I never get like that. But I'm like, is is this it? Like, is there another chance? Is there an opportunity somewhere? Blah blah blah. And and I didn't wish down. I didn't wish you know bad upon somebody getting COVID like Bees or Gabe and. How this played out is just like it played out. I mean, I didn't, you know, pray for that to happen to them or anything like that. I was just waiting on my chance, you know, and it just so happened to be like that. And like, I don't know. So it's like I said, for three days, I was just like thinking, like, yeah. is this it? It was like, and I was, I was, I was really upset because I'm like, the Pro Bowl is right around the corner. And I was right, like, right. That no, Titans I- touchdown stands. It's a different <laughs> conversation, right? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a different conversation. But at the same time, I still had the numbers. And it's, yeah. it's a popularity contest. And I'm pretty sure I was getting popular around the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? Good returner, good returner. You know what I'm saying? Every coach I talked to, you know, before or after the game, is like, yeah, hey, you're a hell of a returner. You know what I'm saying? Keep the ball away from you. But I'm just, you know, I'm just saying things like that. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, I can take that until, you know, when it comes to Pro Bowl times, like, hey, a lot of people, a lot of coaches, they vote and then, Fans vote. I'm pretty sure they make the right decision, but um, it happened that way. So I was just kind of that was I was bummed about that too. So 
it was a lot of things I was thinking about that went in my head. It was just a lot of things I was like, is this it? Is this how this yeah. is going to be? Oh, but there's one point where I think my career is not career, but like this season's over for me. That's how I thought about it. And you know what I'm saying? I was just like, ah, can't be. You know what I'm saying? But I kept my head up. I still practice. I still practice hard. I still came in with a smile. I still talk smack to everybody. Just, I, I played it off well. I think I played it off well. I did it. I feel like I did a good job. Played it off. I mean, you played it off, but. I'm- <laughs> mentally you know in those in those moments when you're alone was it was it tough to deal with you've you've been in that dark place kind of before you know in denver we've talked about it here um i imagine that you could your mind could wander to some not good places at that moment yeah, I, like it was like i said it was like three days i because I, I can't i can't forget it it was just so recent it's like i couldn't sleep i was in having headaches thinking about stuff i'm like i was going in and out of sleep i'm saying when i go to the facility i'll be like I try to be fine. Like I'll talk to everybody, and then like when meetings came and we do walkthroughs and stuff, and I see I'm not in there. Like I'm just like out of it. You know, so I go to the restroom, hang out in there for a couple minutes. I'm like, man, this can't like this can't be it. And I come back out, refresh, just try to keep my mind off of it. Like yeah, I'm not playing, and I see everybody else playing. It it, it hurts. Saying and like it hurts because I'm so used to playing. It's like, okay, well, I guess I gotta just take a step back. And then after a while, well, after those three days, and after a while, after the Patriots game, and then the next week came and I heard I was playing. Well, yeah, they told me I was playing. I was just like, okay. But in my mind, I'm like, I wanna be the returner. I don't like, because I'm not, a, I'm not, a, to be honest, I, like, I don't always, I know, like, I know. On offense, I know who gets the ball. I know who 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 needs the ball before I get the ball. Before I, who's first priority? You know what I'm saying? You got Diggs, you got E, you got Bs. You know what I'm saying? You even got Gabe. You know what I'm saying? Like you got those guys that got to get the ball. I get it. I understand it. Respect. It. And you know what I'm saying? It's it is what it is. But as a returner, I'm like, those are my those are my opportunities where I get the ball. So I know I'm gonna get the ball. There's nobody else getting the ball but me. You know. So that's where I was like, you know what I'm saying? Because me playing on offense, I mean, when you see in the Bucks game, I got, what, 10 plays, and I think I got I got one ball. It's kind of, it was kind of like, it's kind of like how, you know, last year went, but a little bit more opportunities last year, you know, because we were, we were rolling, you know, this year was a little up and down, so we were trying to figure things out, so I get it. But it's just like, that Bucks game, I got one, I got 10 plays and one ball, so I was like, okay, I mean, I mean, my confidence is not low. It's not a confidence booster. Like, I get, I, it is what it is. But then it was just like, okay, I just got to practice and hopefully I get more opportunities. And somebody, I mean, somebody I, can, I can see not sleeping when I'm Isaiah McKenzie. When you, I mean, you know, like, so 11 for 125 isn't a surprise to you because you know how good you are. You know that if you're thrown into that situation, that wide receiver, and Josh Allen is targeting you 12 times and you're a part of the game plan. I mean, you're probably the only person on the face of the earth that knows that that, that could happen. So yeah. when you're in that moment I, at night, I mean, it's, it's gotta be driving you insane. I actually, in, uh, in one of the interviews, it was, uh, they asked, um, it was, uh, it was a question where he, the guy asked, um, what did he say? He said, like what? Why? What makes you so confident that you can do, like, 
the things you say you can do. Like, cause obviously I talk a lot of trash. So it's like, what makes you so confident to talk to the guys and make you think like you can go out there and perform well when you haven't done it? Basically, when you haven't, when I haven't done it yet. This was after this game. Well, this is after the game, but he was just talking about in the past tense before I did that, before Sunday. And I was just like, well, I, just, I do it in practice. I do it in practice. I mean, I talk a lot of smack, but I know I can do it. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, well, he was like, yeah, well, we know you can do it now. He's just like, he's like, you know you can do it now. And he's just like, like, do you continue to talk trash? I was like, listen, I was like, now that I've talked trash and I've done it, I let everybody else speak on it. Cause I don't have to talk trash anymore. Cause I said what I, I said, what I was capable of doing, and then I went and I went and did it. Now I just let everybody else speak for it. I don't even have to speak about it anymore. I can just move on from it. You know what I'm well, I thought so, you did that against Miami last year. But, well, know, yeah, it took yeah, I mean, it took a calendar I mean, year to get back to this point. <laughs> and I was making a joke to the guys. I'm like, yeah, I want to get more opportunity in a year, so I just had to make the best. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like because I was like it's the Dolphins game last year and then this yeah. game this year so I was just like yeah I only get one opportunity so you know, hey I had to take advantage somehow but I mean this is me talking Isaiah but like I felt I felt like that fumble okay maybe there was you know you could you could you could nitpick and say oh maybe he misread a ball here or this happened there but that felt like being back in high school basketball and turning the ball over and you're sent to the bench, you know, like you felt, I mean, it looked like they were making you a scapegoat for this, this blowout game. You know, Jonathan Taylor is, is running for a million yards and a million touchdowns. And what's the, uh, what's the big move? It's bench Isaiah McKenzie. I don't know. I thought it was a little ridiculous. I thought it was a little extreme and um, I'm surprised you're able to stay measured then. I'm pretty sure you weren't the only one that felt that way, you know. I'm pretty, like it was probably people madder than I was, you know. But the thing, is, like I said, I take it with a grain of salt. It is what it is, you know. And eventually, something happens. Either it was my fault or it wasn't my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just saying, this this it was a freak thing, right? During the season, like, at the end of the day, like you know what I'm saying, was it was Isaiah the problem or was he not the problem? Well, he just. You find out eventually, you know. So. so when you get to that week then and, and all the shit's hitting the fan, I mean, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, bang, bang. All of a sudden you kind of realize, holy cow, I might finally get that opportunity I've been dying for. Um, how does so, it, how does that come to fruition, like internally with the game plan, with the offense? Like how is it is it sudden? Is it gradual? When did you know this could be your time to shine? I had no idea. I had no idea. Really? So during the week, uh, bees had got bees had got COVID. He told me I was in the parking lot walking to the facility and he was in his car and he was like, yo, it got me. I'm like, they got you. And he was like, yeah, it got tested positive. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, damn. So I didn't know how like false positive, false negative. I ain't, to be honest, I ain't even jumped to like, oh, I'm gonna be playing. And I was kind of like, like what's gonna happen? And I I knew we had E. Diggs and Gabe and all, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got to play. So maybe this opens up our opportunity for Gabe, you know what I'm saying? Gabe to play more because, you know what I'm saying, he's been showing that he can play more. So maybe I still got to take the back seat. I mean, I'm busy as backup, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? We got guys before me that has, you know what I'm saying? So 
So that happened. And during the week, you know what I'm saying, we just, everybody was filling in roles. So like me and E was in the slot and Gabe and uh, Gabe and Diggs were outside and everybody was you know, moving around, you know, and just trying to fill in spots here and there. And then, bam, later that week, Gabe got uh, COVID. So then it was just like, hey, uh, I'm next. <laughs> I'm next in line if y'all need, you know, if, if, if you know I'm saying, it's there, I'm, I'm next, you know, like, there's no more rotating guys and putting guys in certain, it's Diggs, Isaiah, and Gabe. Oh, no, Diggs, Isaiah, E, that's it. And then you got, they brought up Isaiah Hodgins, and then uh, we had uh, Kumaro. So it's just like, okay, well, that's not position open. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. Hey, no choice. But um, <laughs> yeah, but like that's like when that happened, I'm like, and they called me and they say, hey, we're just gonna roll. Say we're gonna you you're doing everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're in the slot, you you run it, you're rolling. So I said, All right, cool. Um I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. And was, and during the week I just I just played it cool. I just like didn't just Played it cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. And you know, just I was myself, nothing changed. I was still talking smack, whatnot, whatnot. But where it really got where it really got crazy was uh it was yeah, Sunday uh, pregame. I'm just warming up, warming up, and I'm like, it really hit me. I was like, oh shit, I gotta play 60 to 70 plays. <laughs> so I'm catching the ball. I'm like, whoa! Like this is, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna go two wide receivers right now, or we're gonna go really half. I'm not sure. But when things start, when the game started rolling, and uh, first drive, I caught the first down, and then I caught the touchdown, and then I was like, because in my mind, in my mind, I'm like, I know I can, I know I can play. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hoping. He just roll it, just yeah. roll it, just roll the plays on there. Just, just call him, call him like if Bees was in there. And I was, yeah. I was thinking the whole time like he's calling like if Bees was in there. He was calling the plays, and I was like, yep, it's gonna be a good day. And then on the sideline, I was just quiet. And then Deion Dawkins asked me, I said, what's wrong? This was like after, this was like in the first quarter, second, second quarter. I was just like in my own zone. And then after halftime, that's when everything just turned up. Yeah, it went like on a four catches free. I was just, I was in there, so I was just like in the zone, and then yeah. But once I got hot, I was like, I hope it's, I hope Josh don't stop throwing this ball. I was gonna say, are these? Is this Josh Allen like, you know, targeting, looking for you? Are these plays that are called for you? Are you like the featured option in the? Or how does that kind of go down on those twelve targets? So those uh, on. On a touchdown play, he was he was reading it, and he found me in the back of the end zone. Um, the third down, shallow before that was he was reading it. So all, all of them were reads, all of them were reads. But yeah. those checkdowns, the diagonal checkdowns, he was checking. He was like, "Hey, if they if they get out fast, I'm gonna give you the ball." So I was getting out, was getting the ball, and then um, after a while, you know, obviously they were playing a little bit of zone, and they were playing a lot of man to man, and it was like, "Hey." Beat man to man. So, and I, all I was thinking was like, shit, I'm just about to run. <coughs> Sorry. And the cough is just like, 
Just hey, you, you're going to scare some fans with that cough, you know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the cough in a minute. But, um, yeah, it's just like, it was just like beat man to man. So I was like, beat man to man? Okay. I'm going to run across this field as many times as you want me to because, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to just run. And Josh was just diving him, throwing him, throwing him. And I heard, I heard, uh, I heard in the, in the um, what do you call it? The TV copy, the TV copy. The, the broadcasters were like, yeah, Josh Allen said he believed in him, he trusted him, but we didn't believe him. <laughs> they didn't believe Josh trusted me that much. <laughs> he was like, they didn't believe Josh trusted me that much. And to be honest, I had no idea. Like, he, I mean, they tell me they trust me, believe me. I, I mean, you can tell anybody that, you know, but you never know until it really happens, you know? How so, much is he really throwing you the ball? I mean, you're running the scout team all the time, right? Like, do you even have the opportunity to catch many passes from Josh? Me and Josh, we, I, I was, I was, I wasn't saving this, but like, this is a great opportunity. Me and I was going to say, me and Josh already had chemistry from 2018. So we already know how this works. <laughs> it's just like, go play ball. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's kind of like my insider. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Josh have been having chemistry since 2018. Like he needs to build chemistry with Diggs and all of them, not me, because me and him are already on the same page. How so? <laughs> like how, how does that last three years, you know? Back to the yeah, I mean, it's kind of an insider. Like, we probably, I mean, we got chemistry, but kind of don't because, like, I'm not always in. But it's kind of like we've been around each other for so long, it's like we just got chemistry, you know? It's just, yeah. it, I'd say it's an inside joke, but but it did look like we had a lot of chemistry that day. I mean, Sunday. So it was just like, yeah. it just worked, you know? It just seemed too like, I mean, not to get all wonky X's and O's here, but like last season, it seemed like a lot of defenses were playing man to man on on you guys, and I, I I can just picture Diggs and you know John Brown and all these receivers running those deep crossers, leaving guys in the dust, and Josh is just like thrown into a space. You know he's accurate and he has a big arm and he's getting it there. And this season it seems like there's been more zone. Teams are trying to sit back and confuse him a little bit, and then in in walk in walks Isaiah McKenzie against by the way the greatest coach of all time in Bill Belichick who knows you have to play zone, right? And knows you have to try to confuse the quarterback and disguise coverages. But he just kind of went man-to-man on you. Was, I mean, do you think Bill Belichick was almost kind of disrespecting you by putting, who was it, Miles Bryant, one-on-one, man-to-man on you most um, of this game? It, the, listen, I mean, he's I mean, he's a defensive, like he's a defensive coach. He's a he mastermind, at it, you know, like he – he always has his plans, you know, like you said, he's one of the greatest coaches, you know, probably of all time, one of them. And the thing is, it's just like, um, they always, they've always played, man. They got a good D line. They got a good linebackers. They always have good DBs. It's just like, they, they always feel like, you know what I'm saying? They, they have the better defense than other teams have better offenses. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think just because I was in there that he was going to change the way he, it's the way he called the game. You know what I'm saying? When, yeah. When Bees is in there, he plays the same way. And when out, because I went back and watched the film, and like 41 was, uh, Brian was on Bees, man to man. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like at the end of the game, they ran Blitz Zero the first time we played him. At the end of the game, when Josh, uh, when, when 41, he he knocked the ball down at the end of the game to end the game. It was on man to man. It was like, so I watched that film, and it, it's just like he ain't, he didn't change what he was doing. Like, it was just like, hey, this is how I call my defense. I don't care if Isaiah's in there, Diggs is in there. That's just 
as as him. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't get me wrong, it, he's been doing it for years and it's it's been working. So I, I just I don't think he was trying to disrespect me. He was just playing. His yeah, game. I guess I just assumed that he was going to have like this, you know masterpiece of a game plan with all these different coverages and disguise different things and i'm picturing him like over the off season allotting like a month to defend josh allen and the buffalo bills but maybe, maybe i don't know, maybe football's not that complicated maybe he's just going to kind of do his thing and, and you guys are going to do you, your thing your best man win is, i mean yeah, yeah so i mean that the big plays, I mean, I, I'm thinking back when it was 2014, you had the quick out on the on the third and two, and then the next snap was the 28-yarder, right, when Allen's rolling left. Might have been like the first play of the fourth quarter. Um, I don't know. Is there a play that stands out to you, like out of the 11 catches? Which one uh, <laughs> uh, are you still kind of most proud of, you think, they could detail for us? Hello? Oh, can you hear me? I'll give you now. It froze a little bit. Yeah, um, sorry about that. I don't know. I feel like all the press, all the catches were, you know, pretty good. I mean, I just was on fire. But I would say, <laughs> I would say, um, the one when I jumped up and the 50-50 ball, Josh threw. The thing is, it was cool because I was like Josh, like uh, I don't, I don't want to mess up his last name. Is it Duger or Kyle Duggar? Duggar, Duggar, Duggar. He was um under like he was under me and I caught it. It was a 50 yeah. ball. Josh, it's a funny thing, funny story. Well, not even a funny story. Like a funny little uh thing was Josh one day, right? Where Josh, me and Josh, we, we always get around. And it was one. I think it was one time where it was a a 50-50 ball, and Josh was like, like, why would I throw you a 50-50 ball? You're short. He, yeah. Like, he was yeah. Like, and in the game, he threw the balls like, oh wow, he threw, <laughs> he threw the fifty fifty ball, and you know, saying obviously I had to make him look good, you know. But um, that's the one you you don't see that out of small receivers, and that's you know, maybe a reason that you haven't been out there. Your your size, and and here you are making <laughs> contested catches, you know, in traffic, and he's and he trusts you. I mean, Josh Allen, like twenty eighteen was a long time ago. That that still takes. You know, some balls to throw it to a guy that really hasn't been out there I and mean, to know he's going to be there and know he's going to catch it. Yeah, I just felt like in his mind, it was just like, listen, at this point, I'm going to just let it fly, you know, and whatever happens, whatever happens. And I think that's where he was at with it because, you know what I'm saying, going into that game, he was just like, hey, whatever it takes to win, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? If it takes 30 check downs, I'm throwing it. If somebody's on fire, I'm feeding them. I just felt like that's where he was at that point. How much were, oh, I'm sorry, Isaiah, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I mean, how, um, how much were guys just pissed off from the first Patriots game? You know, that was a pretty emotional loss. Um, your head coach seemed uh, pretty worked up in the press conference and some of the players were, were pretty, pretty worked up in, in their press conference. It was, it was tough. I mean, they just kind of ran the ball at, at will and won and everybody just assumed, well, I guess, not everybody. I'm sure you guys didn't, but generally people are like, oh, I guess the Patriots are still the Patriots and maybe they own the bills for another two decades. Like it internally. I mean, what was the mood of the team then? And does this win kind of bring, bring that swagger back? And, and what's the mood now? Um, I feel like the mood's the same. I, I feel like it's just, 
don't know. Like these past few weeks, well, after that Patriots game, these past few weeks have been like, let's just let's just get it done. No matter how it gets done, let's just get it done. Let's get a win. Whether it's running the ball, throwing the ball, playing great defense, or even the special teams, like just let's just win. Yeah, it's not a lot, and I feel like that's where we're headed. Like it's not a lot to it. Let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? And if all else, if everything's if things are hitting the fan. Just hit the fan at 100%. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're doing, just hit the fan at 100%. No matter what happens, just get it done. And I feel like that first loss kind of put them in like, you know what I'm saying? Because the defense was kind of, they were they were, they were upset. Like, you know, they ran the ball, like you said, at will. And that's kind of like, that's basically mano y mano. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to run the ball when you know we're running the ball and still beat you. That's what... It's kind of like a disrespect thing, you know what I'm saying? And and that's how the defense signal, like, yo, they disrespected us, you know, coming to our house, running the ball like they did, and they came out with the win, you know? So, like, I mean, of course the defense is going to feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? If I was a defensive guy, I would have felt some type of way. I mean, I felt some type of way just losing the game because, I mean, I'm part of the team. So I know they felt, you know what I'm saying, they were hot. But after that game, we knew it was like, okay, weather and everything, you know what I'm saying? We can't do everything. <coughs> we... We want to do like throw the ball, you know what I'm saying, flashy plays and all that, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? We we know our run game is not where it needs to be, but you know, we're gonna try to you, you try, you know, we tried what we had. We were in the red zone, what, four, three, four times, and couldn't get it done. You know what I'm saying field goals were kind of hard to make. It was just it wasn't our day, you know. But we knew when this next game came, no matter what, we was gonna go out there and throw that ball whatever would need to be done to win the game. So that's where we're at at that point. And then now we're just trying to keep the train rolling with the same mentality. Yeah. I mean, it's everything's still in front of you guys. It's you personally, do you feel like the coaches trust Isaiah McKenzie? <laughs> like just, what's, what happened next? What happens next for you and your role with this team? To be honest, I have no idea. I can, I couldn't even put a finger on it. You know, I'm going I'm to just go to work tomorrow and wherever I'm at, that's where I'm at. You know, wherever opportunities I get, just got to take advantage of them. And I feel like that's how it's been going with everything. You know what I'm saying? Just past few years, just with, with live football, it's just like, hey, whatever opportunity I get, I'm going to just take it. And whatever I do with it, it's on me, you know? So... That, that perspective, I mean, it's kind of everything we've been talking about, you know, show to show, right? It's, uh, I mean, you, you got to you talk about dodging a, a bullet and seeing a dead body at your doorstep and, you know, scratching and clawing to, to get to college with the SAT stuff and fighting for a role at Georgia and getting to Denver and fumbling and team giving up on you, getting to Buffalo. It's, I, I, I don't know, part of me thinks, okay, yeah, like you're, you know, real perspective, real life and death, you know, this is still football, but then, then you think, well, still look, this is your livelihood. And there, there was a moment there where it seemed like you could just, you could be on the chopping block. You could be let go. So um, yeah, I don't know. Like it does, does your life perspective help or is it still pretty hard to kind of go through what you did this past month? No, it's not. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it's still pretty hard. It's just like, yeah. Like I always say, like it is what it is, you know. Like, who knows what happened 
next week. Maybe I what next week probably get maybe seven to ten plays, and I'd be like, all right, well, what can I do about it? You know what I'm saying, and it's kind of hard because a lot of people say, you know, you hear coaches all the time, control what you can control, but it's just like I'm controlling what I can control, but at some point, what you're controlling something that's holding me back, you know, right, and. You're controlling me to a to a to a certain like to a sort of certain points. It's like, come on, bro. Like, like I'm just, I don't know. It's just like you have the control because you like you control me because you know you have the control now. And it's just like, uh, I mean, but what can I do? You know, like I'm not. Well, you're showing it in practice when you're pretending to be Tyreek <laughs> yeah. Hill and all these other guys. I mean, it's there. I don't think you're just yeah. dropping all these passes in practice, probably, right? No, it's just I don't know. Like, like I said, you want to control what you yeah. can control. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's so cliche. It's, it's kind of like so common to say that. Yeah, come on, like, Isaiah. There's no, the whole point of this is to get away from the cliches. We want to get away <laughs> from that BS. Yeah, <laughs> like for, for other people, for coaches, to me, it's just like control, and I get it. And like I said, there's only so much you can control at a certain point. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's every, I feel like yeah. I'm not the only one that's go through, going through this situation. Now, I'm probably one of the few that can handle the situation. That's the, you know, that's the difference between, you know what I'm saying, like getting out of a dark place and staying in one. It's just like how you, like how long you're willing to stay in that dark place, you know? So that's how that's how I look at it. Like I don't like I got benched. I get it. I was in the dark place, you know, during the weeks. You know what I'm saying? Even even before the this game, you know, so I was still like you know, thinking about everything that could come with this, you know what I'm saying? The opportunities I may get, may not get. You know, I was just it's I feel like it's never ended. Yeah. So, I mean Right. It's just, you're going to get into that dark place, but you don't want to just stay there too long. You don't want to be tossing and turning up all night, yeah. every night. Like you did, that was just a few nights you get out of it. Uh, yeah. And then Christmas Eve real quick. I mean, um, great story. Tim Graham at the athletic, my buddy, Tim, he, he wrote it. Like, and you mentioned it earlier, you just put out there, like you're hungry, right? You wanted to, wanted to go somewhere. I was, yeah. I was actually taking, I took my dog, some food at boarding. And then I was in the area, so I went to this, uh, 40 Thieves because they like, like good burgers. Because I've been there like probably two or three times for food. And they were closed. So I'm driving and I'm like, man, like there's nothing in West Seneca like besides Wendy's and McDonald's. And I didn't want that. But I knew people would come together on Christmas Eve and like have food and hang out with their families, whatever. And I was just going to stop by and get a plate. You know, I was going to stop somewhere like, hey, let me get a plate. Why not? But um, um, the Tim, Tim, Tim family, Tim's family, uh, the owner's house, his son had sent me the address. So, hey, we got food. So I popped right on over there, you know, and <clears throat> I'm over there. I walk in the door, everybody like, everybody's clapping. And I, and I was like, I, I didn't need all that. You know, I just, <laughs> but I stayed for a couple hours actually. And it was pretty cool to just hang out with them and, it wasn't a lot of football talk. They was asking me questions. It was cool. Like, I felt, I felt normal. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I am normal. I'm human. But, like, <laughs> I, 
to them, I'm probably like, you know, some, some type of celebrity or Bills player, you know what I'm saying? But I, I mean, I just like being on, you know, so, so like that was normal yeah. to me. You know, so you hung out for a couple hours. Like, what, what do you guys just, just catching up, talking life, I mean, not much football, you said? Talk life. I'm pretty sure that I felt like the energy was good in the room, but I feel like they didn't want to overwhelm me with questions and yeah. really, yeah, it, like I, I don't think they wanted to make me uncomfortable that I wanted to leave or something. So they, they kind of here and there asked me questions, kind of like you know what I'm saying, some quiet times, like like not trying to crowd me too much. So it was really cool. But I mean, I never get I never get uncomfortable. So they they didn't know that they didn't know they they don't know me. So they just like trying to be conservative. That's the word conservative. But it was pretty yeah. cool. We talked. You know what I'm saying I watched the kids open gifts. Um, yeah, it was cool. That's Buffalo. I mean, isn't it? I mean, that's Western New York. Just need need a spot to eat. Come on in. Here's our here's a plate for you. <laughs> and it's and it's two days before the biggest game of your life. And then so the next day is Christmas. So you're traveling on out and you're just spending Christmas Day like in a hotel somewhere out there yeah. in Providence. You said. Yeah, in Providence, we were just in a hotel. Just, Hanging out, yeah. I mean, I really, <clears throat> a couple Facetimes, Merry Christmases, and that's about it. You know, I ain't really. Yeah, that's. I don't think they should have. I don't know. Seems weird. Football games on Christmas Day and the day after Christmas. I mean, hey, you'd probably miss your family back home. And, I don't know. Well, let, let guys be with their families. Right? I'm so. I'm so I'll, yeah. I'll miss. I miss Christmas and New Year's. I'm probably the last what, five, six years. I miss. Even too. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Man. Yeah. Well, it was uh it was probably worth it this year with uh the, that performance. And I guess we'll see what happens. So Cole Beasley's coming back. I mean, we would think. I don't yeah, know yeah. if you want to break any news I here. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going on, to be honest. They, I, I think they uh changed the protocol to like the quarantine from ten days to five days now and um, right for the vaccinated, but uh, yeah, no, not for the vaccine, for like quarantine, just quarantine in general. Oh, quarantine, I got you. So it's, instead of ten days, it's five days, and I think the NFL and CDC have worked something. I don't know. So they may be back sooner than that. So they might. I I think yeah, I think they may be back sooner than that. I don't I don't know exactly when they come back, but bees was like. Isn't it ten days? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm pretty sure the league kind of just makes up rules as it goes, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I'm happy to get the guys back. I'm saying, even though we're gonna have Zoom meetings, we can't be around each other, but it's pretty cool to have them around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's the big question now. Like Isaiah McKenzie in this offense, does it does it stick? Does it not stick? What happens? No. You you would think, you know, that kind of game would. Uh, preserve a role but man we got to uh we got to talk about georgia right we got to get this in i kind of forgot about the college football playoff you reminded me today uh the bulldogs i mean i i think everybody kind of saw alabama beat up on your bulldogs and figured all right they're done so let's convince us otherwise here isaiah oh um 
to be honest, I hope I hope he makes the national championship and see them again. But we got Michigan this week in the Orange Bowl in Miami. So I mean it should be a good game. That's right. It should be a good game. I'm not I'm not too sold on Michigan. I don't know much about Michigan, but yeah, I don't I don't know. But who knows? You never know. It's playoffs. We'll see if Michigan's a good team though. I don't really have much to say about them. It's too bad it's not um uh, not Notre Dame. It could have been the Isaiah Bowl, you know, it could have been oh <laughs> bur- bur- breaking down no sex gate or whatever we want to call that. <laughs> Notre Dame. Oh man. Who's Cincinnati? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Yeah, yeah, that's that probably won't be much of a game. But yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, Georgia's like, defense was unbelievable most of the season. Yeah, I just feel like Cincinnati's just happy to be there. Like, once they see Alabama, they're going to be like, well, we can't stop them. Yeah. But Georgia kind of recruit. I feel like it's going to be the best game for the, these, these two playoff games. No doubt. Do you, do you look around the NFL much? Are you watching many other games? I mean, the, a, the AFC is so, you know, clustered, and I feel like it changes – Week to week, I mean, one minute you guys are in the hunt. Now it's like you've got a chance to host some playoff games here. Uh, uh, do you get yeah, caught I, up watching other teams, other games, other scenarios? Nah, to be honest, that can playoff stuff confusing. It's confusing as hell. Like when it comes to <laughs> the seeds and the losses and wins, and it's like, all right, this is sorry, it's confusing. So no, nah, I, I mean, I watch for performances, but I don't watch to see where we step. I see, but I do see the Dolphins creeping up there. Dolphins are doing pretty good. They are. You guys had their number. I mean, this is a big one, Atlanta. Um, I think a lot of fans probably are chalking it up as an automatic win, but they've got a lot to play for in the over in the yeah. NFC. So they're right in the thick of it. You, I don't know if you know anybody over on on, on that side of things. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the Falcons going into this one? Um, I haven't. We haven't really watched them yet. Because oh, okay. we have to do Monday and Tuesday off. So we're, probably, we're going to watch tomorrow. Um, probably study the film tonight, watch the game plan, look at the game plan tonight, and then go meet us tomorrow. So, yeah, we're going to look into it. You know what I'm saying? They got a pretty, I mean, they got Cordell Patterson, Kyle Pitts. You know what I'm saying? They got, I don't know if Calvin Ridley's out still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The defense. The defense is solid. I mean, I haven't looked at them yet, but when I look at them, I have some more information. Yeah, and it's it's. I think I'd read like you and you talked about this a little bit too. You you were really watching the film hard into this last game, weren't you? I mean, even even that day before, were you kind of breaking it down from your yeah? From I your watched room? It, watched it from the first. I watched the first game when uh, we played Patriots, and I just watched how they play. You know, where they playing a lot of zone, a lot of man, and I mean, they're playing a little bit of both, but when things got interesting, it was just like, okay, they're going to go man-to-man. They're going to go yeah. blitz zero or things like that. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> because we, do, we couldn't do much. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't throw the ball like we wanted to. So, um, so yeah. But I watched all that film, and I just watched Bees the whole time. I watched Bees. Yeah. I watched 41. You know, I watched uh, um, you know, 23. And I just watched, you know, how they guarded Bees and, you know what I'm saying when they did play zone, you know, how they played it, things like that. So it kind of helped me out for the 
this game, this past game. What, what did you pick up on then that you could say? Like, what, 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 were, what were those little tells? What were those little little tricks of the trade that uh, ended up paying off? The thing is, I didn't know, like, because <clears throat> I would say everybody's on it. <clears throat> I would say everybody on the defense is fast. You know what I'm saying? You got J.C. Jackson, McCordy at the top. Yeah, Mills. And so I'm, I was just like, I would just assume like they got just a fast defense, you know? They know where to be, you know what I'm saying? When it's zone and it's man to man, they play, you know, tough man to man. So it was kind of like when I watched 41, I watched them with Bees. I was, Bees ran a lot of underneath routes, you know, juke routes, you know, option routes, things like that. So I was wondering, I was thinking, I was like, can he run? So in my mind, I was like, can he run? You know what I'm saying? Because based off the game plan we had, it was just like, like okay. They play man to man, so we gonna kind of, you know, try to run away. And I was wondering, can he run? It's funny because in pregame, I was catching the ball uh, with Mark, and we were just catching the ball. And I see for uh, forty one, he was over there. He was he was warming up. He was doing like sprints and all that. And I was like, he looked pretty fast. You know what I'm saying? He looked pretty fast. And I was like, okay, well, because he's guarding me, so I was just watching him pregame, just watching him. Because I didn't get to play him the first time, so I didn't know what he was really like. I mean, besides on the film, and yeah, so I mean, he's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong; he's, none of the players are bad. Players. I mean, no player in the NFL is a bad player. It's just you know what I'm saying. I just I don't know. I just felt like we had good game plan, good game plan, and just like it was I basically. I feel like it was just my time. It's just like. The answer to that question was was probably no. He, he can't run, at least with with you. And <laughs> um, I, the thing is, a lot of dudes can't run with me. It's just the thing. Yeah. And I do that, and I in my head, I'm like, I know I'm faster than most. You know what I'm saying, but I don't want to. I don't want to sit there and be confident and cocky to me. Or like, hey, um, I'm faster than him. Like, no, like, I get it. I understand it. Like. I know it's just like Tyreek Hill. I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill, if he could, he'd be like, "Yo, he's, he's no way in, in the world anybody can get in front of me and guard me." Yeah, he's just too fast. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's you know, so you got you know, what I'm saying. I don't know. Hey, maybe a maybe the secret weapon. You know, we we wrote that last year, right ahead of the AFC Championship game, declaring you the the secret weapon in this off. Maybe it just took another year. Secret weapon is here. Just just yeah. took another 360 or so days, and you're here to, to help with the Super Bowl run because you saw it. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Diggs made some new friends, you know, in the front row there after his touchdown, which was nice, right? He's a nut. He's a nut. He's a crazy guy. I love him though, man. He's he's awesome. You need like somebody like that in your room. Yeah. And to be honest, he was using I I when I went into that game, because the thing is, you go, we go into that game, obviously we're playing Patriots, second best defense in the league. And it's like, it's Bill Belichick. He knows what he's doing. He's going to call the right, he's going to call the right, you know, right plays. He got the, he got the players to do it. And I'm going to that game like, okay, I'm playing alongside Diggs and E. They both have a resume. I cannot be the weak link in this game. Yeah. Like, I was just, like, I cannot, because I know Diggs going to go, out there and perform. He's gonna go out there and perform. I cannot be in the week like this game. And I made a joke to Diggs uh, um, today. I was like, "Hey, listen." I said, "Every time me and you play a full game together, I'm always the number one guy." 
I mean, it's only two games. It was a Dolphins game in this game. And I was like, I'm always the number one guy. And he was like, yeah, because you always have the number three guy on you. <laughs> I was like, that was a good comeback. That was a good comeback. So, but yeah, I was filthy with him. He's happier though. I mean, since we were doing the show last, the Jacksonville game, the Indy game, he was pretty upset. You're, you know, yeah. you're out there I, kind I of babysitting like, him. I feel like everybody's at the point. I mean, he's bought in. Like everybody's at the point where, no matter what happens, we just let's just win. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's, yeah. let's let's win. And I mean, I feel like it's it's better that way because, like, look at him. He had what? He has seven, eight catches for 89 yards. And I'm like, I had no idea he had that. He almost had 100. We both. Almost, and you saw the it with the crowd, right? You, 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 shut yeah, down. I see, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said that, and then I walked past him, and I'm like, Whoa, I'm like, All right, I gotta go. <laughs> Did you hear him say it out there? I heard, I heard him say it because I, I, I tapped him on his helmet, I grabbed his back of his jersey, like, pat him on the head, and he's like, and I was like, Oh, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the TV broadcast, it was like the whole Ural Yanny thing with. You know, people, some people heard different things where some people yeah, heard, I, shut I, the I, F I, up and some people heard, you know, yeah, that's yeah. my F and D. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can really trick your brain into thinking what are the other there. Yes. I thought I heard that too when I saw the TV copy. I'm like, whoa, see that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe next time, I guess. You know, if you see him in the playoffs, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, well, we've got some questions here before we uh, sign off. Isaiah, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's start here with, oh, man, our good friend, Brian. He's a good man. Bree, good to see you. Your uh, your black go-long hoodie will, will, soon, will soon arrive, I hope. So thank you very much for subscribing. Everybody follow Bree. He's hilarious. He asked you this, Isaiah. What are your top five rap albums of 2021? He did supply his list as well. I don't have a top five rap album. I do you have what, like favorite? That's right, because you're all over the place. Any like, what music are you into right now? Outside of Sam Smith. Um, I don't know. I'm into a lot of music. I just listen to whatever. So it's kind of hard because I don't listen to albums. I listen to singles. I listen to songs. Like I listen to one song, probably two songs from one album or whatever. But like, I don't listen to just one person. So it's kind of hard. Like it's whatever I like. So that's that's a hard question to be honest. I have no idea. Did you end up looking up Jim Croce when we? No. Uh, you I didn't. told you once. Not. I told I forgot a lot. I forgot about a lot of things that I need to be doing. Got a lot in your plate. That that should probably be pretty low on the priority list, I guess. Uh, at Adam Ritter, he asked. I'm sorry, at the Adam Ritter, what is your favorite moment as a Bill? Um, favorite moment as a Bill. Favorite moment as a Bill. Moment, 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 moment. I have a lot of good moments. I mean, this um, would be right up there, right? This is the whole country's kind of watching. Um, you got to have this game. The ball's coming to you a lot. Yeah, I don't know. You're just, almost let go. I would I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a lot of moments. To be honest, I have a lot of moments in Buffalo that I really enjoy. Um, 
I to be honest, that's that's another hard question. That's like a generic. Both of those questions are generic. <clears throat> so that was those are kind of tough. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. All right, well, KGB's asking uh, about your restaurant. How's that restaurant doing in Miami? It's doing pretty good. No, well, I'm saying that. Yeah. So okay. Oh, well, you kind of answered Kristen's question already. A rundown of the stranger, stranger danger dinner, she called it. Um, oh. we, we got into that. It was a success. Drew Jenko, another great Go Long subscriber. He asked, Lion King or Toy Story? Lion King. Good call. We'll say, you know, we just watched all the Toy Stories a year ago. That third one will bring a tear to your eye, Isaiah. There's a there's some emotion in there. There really is. I haven't seen Toy Story. I only see the first one. That was about it. I haven't seen all of them. They get better. I feel like they get better as they go. I mean, those Pixar's. You know, I feel, like, I, I feel like sequels are never. I feel like sequels are never better. I thought I think those ones are. I don't know. Well, the original's great, but it stays consistently. You know, they tug at the emotional heartstrings. It's we've got some adult one. humor sprinkled in there. Well, you got to have kids first, right? So maybe one day when there's little Isaiah's running around, you guys can all watch the Toy Stories together. I can't watch it by myself. I mean, I can't watch it. I mean, you could. You could. Kids? Yeah, you could. (laughs) No, no, there's no little Isaiah's plan, I'm guessing. You don't want to break any news down that. It is, but I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure. I guess we've been down that road already. No, I don't know. (laughs) You're, you're 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 just babysitting everybody. Yeah, um, Clover in Texas asked, what motivated you from the time McDermott made you inactive to have a lights out performance? I don't know. I feel like we kind of got into that, right? <laughs> uh, what motivated me to have a lights out performance? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's hard. like, that's hard questions. Cause like, like nothing really motivated me to do that. It's a, it's my job. I got to do that. Like I didn't know I was going to do it. Like that and more, but it's kind of like my job, like to help the team win. So that's what I did. So that was, uh, yeah. Did you have this? Is from MC. Did you have the wind knocked out of you when you landed on the ball? Yeah. How did that feel? Yes. So that's why I have this cough. So this is why I have the cough because when that's I that's the cough. Oh. Yeah. So when. Cause I, I wasn't coughing. I wasn't coughing at all. Like the, the whole weekend, like I wasn't, I was fine. As soon as I landed on that ball, like my chest was hurting. Like I, like some of my sternum, I don't know what, like sternum and all that stuff. So the ball, I was underneath the ball and I went boom. And like, I couldn't breathe. And then my chest started hurting. So the next morning, like I would, my, my, it was, like I was sore up here, like sore. And like, I catch myself like choking sometimes, like I'm trying to, I don't know. And like in my, I don't know. I, and I've just been coughing ever since. So I'm like, I don't know. You don't know what's going on? There's, no. You might want to get that checked out. But yeah, I was going to get a scan. And then the next morning I was a little sore, but I was like, man, and I started coughing. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know, at this point, Maybe, maybe you just don't get it checked, right? You're getting the ball, you're playing. Let's just, we'll just let that little sternum, whatever. We'll just kind of let that slide. And there you go. 
Yeah, I'm not going back over there to check it out. I'm just let it run. You feel okay though? Like it's not like you got a, a broken sternum here. Like you can you can breathe. No. Your body can function. Yeah, that's good. Well, if you if you can breathe, you can play Isaiah. So I think you're good. Right about that. I think that's it. I think we're good. Well, wait a minute. Somebody wants to know what you had for breakfast. Sh- Shan asked what you had for breakfast Sunday before you played the Patriots. I actually ate two bananas. That's what I did. Two bananas. No breakfast. So I ate two bananas before the game. Uh, I ate oranges, oranges at halftime. So I didn't, I didn't eat breakfast that morning. Well, it's good they got those bananas in now because isn't there like I could be wrong. I felt like I read an article this week that like wherever bananas are mass like grown and produced and whatnot, there's like a fungus in them. Maybe somebody listening can fill me in, but yeah, I feel like we, we might not be eating bananas much longer. So get, get your bananas. Now it's going to be like, you know, paper towels at the start of COVID. Everybody's just going to be loading up on bananas. And but. Listen, I have, listen, at this point, I just, whatever happens, happens, you know, it's the only way you can live. It's the only way you can live. Well, it's got to be a pretty awesome time for for Isaiah. Mc- you got Randy Moss talking about you on the broadcast. Your phone's blowing up. I can't imagine. Who- People are probably coming out of the woodworks left and right. Right? You got you you you're hearing from everybody at this point. Yeah, you hear from different type of people, like different all type of people. Um, yeah, I haven't even answered any most of them. Hundreds. Yeah, yeah, hundreds of thousands. Thousands? <laughs> Probably thousands, maybe thousands. But, Random, you know, that, that ex-girlfriend back in the day that blew you off, all of a sudden it's, hey, Isaiah, how you doing? No, no, she, she, she wouldn't do that, no way. Not even. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no way. But, yeah, no. Okay, well. You know, <laughs> what can you do? Well, Isaiah, it was fun. Thanks for doing this. It's great to see you again, hear you again. It's been too long. A lot's changed. I'm sorry you have to look at this big old lesion on my face. That's all that's really happened here, I guess. I don't know. I got, you know, kind of like your lung, your your uh, chest situation. I, sh- I should probably get this checked out. Um, we'll, we'll get to the at bottom of point, it. At this point, when you go to the doctor, that might be COVID. A new strain. Everything's COVID. Well, I mean, with this though, it's kind of like, you know, I'm married, you know, it's I, in terms of, you know, physical appearance, Yeah, it you know, you're really not, you, you stop really worrying about, you know, how you look in general. Yeah. So I think I'll do just, that. I'm not even married. I'm not even, I don't even have yeah, but you're in the NFL. <laughs> you got that. You got that going for you. I mean, yeah, I guess. But I still, <laughs> most of the time, I'm like a bum. But, you know, sweatpants, I, I, if there's the, the best thing that probably came out of COVID is like the normalization of just wearing sweats all the time. I feel like I wear a hoodie and sweatpants all the time. So, you know, not, not the worst thing. All right. Well, you should probably get back to Poppy. He's probably around there somewhere, huh? Missing yeah, he's him. In, he's in sleeping in his new cage. So he's locked up. That's right. Yeah. You upgraded him. I, I like it. I got actually, I got an interview in three minutes. All right. Well, Hey, we'll sign off here. Thank you everybody for listening. Go along td.com for all episodes. Apple, Spotify. We've got the Isaiah podcast feed, and it's also on the Go Along podcast feed and on YouTube. So you can kind of catch us all over the place. Isaiah, congrats on a career game. 
And uh, I, I think we're going to see you again Sunday. Cool. Maybe, maybe not. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>